Miracle night. Need a miracle? Your miracle is here today. Right now. Welcome to Miracle Night. Your miracle is here. Your host, Prophet Jason Leopard. Alrighty, guys. Hello, hello. Um, if you're listening from the Podbeam or uh, www.godsameministries.com, or if you're listening from um, our uh, The Kingdom Radio, remember we got a 24-hour radio station you can go to. If you want to give tonight, you can. That's that's wonderful if you want to. you got a Venmo account, you can give on Venmo, or you can give on uh, Venmo. I think it's at God Saving Ministries. And also, too, guys, if you've got a cash app, it's Money Sign God Saving Ministries. Okay, the announcements is out of the way, so we're going to go ahead and get in God's Word, okay? We're going to get in God's Word. We're going to get in God's Word. All righty. I want to talk about tonight, praise Him. That's what this is called tonight, praise Him. Praise him. What am I meaning by praising him? Let me tell you something, guys. The devil is here to fight you with everything he's got. He's here to fight you with everything you got. He's here to distract you. He's here to try to stop you. And he's here to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what John 10.10 says. He came to steal, kill, and what? Destroy. So what do we do when the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy? You know, he's going to come. No doubt about it. He's going to show his ugly head, and he's going to come. But what do we do when he comes, come on, guys. I, I know we know this. So, what do we do when he comes? What do we do when when the enemy comes like you, like a flood? What do we do when he comes to steal, kill, and destroy? What do we do? We just stand there and let him steal. Let, let me tell you something. When a robber comes into your house, the only defense you have is a weapon in your hand, right? But Corinthians tells us in chapter 10 that our weapons are not carnal, but they're mighty through God. What weapons do we have tonight, guys? What weapons can we use to defeat our enemy when he is around trying to steal, kill, and destroy. He's going to come, guys. He's going to come. And, and the thing is, when he comes, he comes for to steal and to kill and destroy. But notice he comes first to steal. He don't come to destroy. He comes to steal. What does he have to steal from you? 
Number one, your joy. Number two, your peace. Number three, he steals items that God has blessed you with, people that God has blessed you with. He steals those things. And when he steals them, notice the Bible said in John 10, 10, the thief cometh but not to steal, kill, and destroy. It didn't say it, uh, destroy, it didn't steal. It said to steal and then kill and destroy. The thief, thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy. He has to steal it first to kill it and destroy it. Once he stowed it, he has ownership. Come on, somebody, you ain't getting this tonight. I I, I know you ain't. You, you, you just ain't getting this tonight. When the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, he has to steal it before he kills it and destroys it. But how does he steal? He comes out of nowhere, right? How does a thief come into your house? He's not going to come when you're looking. He's going to come when you're not looking. See, when somebody's trying to steal something from you, they make you unaware. Otherwise, they catch you off guard, right? And that's why the Bible be sober and vigilant. Your adversary, the devil, is come to like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. What does that word devour mean? Same thing as steal. When you devour something, that means you take ownership. When you steal something, you take ownership. That's the same meaning. But the Bible said be sober and vigilant. When you're not sober, that means you're not aware when the enemy's around you. And that's our problem, folks. We are not sober and vigilant. My God, he can come in the back door and rob you everything you got. But guys, you got to be on guard at all times. You got to be sober. Listen, what when a guy gets sober when he's drunk, when he gets sober, that means he knows what he's doing. He knows what's happening around him at all times. Let me tell you something. The only way the devil's going to get to you is through people. People you work with, people you, listen, I'm not stupid when people are trying to distract me and hinder me from the move of God in my life. I know how to put them in their place. I don't care who they are. Some people will, the enemy will use them to distract you away from what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, yeah. Good people, work people, it don't matter who it is. I said it don't matter who it is. It don't matter who it is. So here is the dilemma. We fail to realize what the enemy 
has for us and what he, what, what he does for us. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And sometimes people that seem godly, he can use them too. Come on. Notice Peter was following Jesus. Notice Peter was following Jesus. And Jesus walks up to Peter and he says these words. Satan, thou get behind me. Jesus was being sober, folks. Come on. He was sober. The Bible said be sober, but be vigilant. That means be aware at all times because the enemy comes in out of nowhere. He's a thief. Somebody's not going to steal from you when you're aware of something, right? They're going to come in out of nowhere. And before you know it, they're going to steal it from you. That's why you should be doing the things that you should be doing. Because if you don't, the enemy is coming to steal from you. The enemy loves to steal. But when he steals, he kills and destroys. He does not kill and destroy before he steals. He's got to steal and take ownership first. When did God, when did Satan come in the garden to Eve? When everything was going good, of course. Well, God doeth knowing the day that you eat of this, you'll be like God knowing good and evil. But you got to understand something. Some of you folks has walked away from churches. Some of you folks has walked away from things God's told you to do, but yet you are being deceived because he's trying to, it, it don't matter what's going on, you're being deceived because you need to remember what God, listen, I'm, I'm going to show you something. In Matthew 4, Jesus, the enemy walks up, the devil walks up to Jesus and says these words. He says, if you be the son of God. Now, before the spirit led him into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil, watch this, to be tempted of the devil, This is what happened. He said, if you be the son of God. But see, before that happened, God told him when he got baptized, right before he went to be tempted of the devil, he told him, this is my son who I'm well pleased. So what did he try to get Jesus to do? Doubt in what God had told him he did. He was. My God. Satan will always try to get you to doubt who God told you you was. If you're a son and daughter of God, then you have privilege and you have inheritance, but he tries to get you to doubt that by sending circumstances your way. If you were this, Jason, then why can't you make this mountain move? He tries to forget who you are in Christ. 
He tries to, to, to paint a pretty picture to let you know that you can't move mountains. Come on. Only Jesus can move mountains. My friend, let me tell you something. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Let me tell you something. Jesus said greater works will you will do, but I have to go away that he might come. But let me tell you something. There is nothing that Jesus didn't do that we can't do. We can walk on water. We can turn water into wine. We can speak to a dead person and it'll come alive. He told Peter, because he had a relationship with the Father, watch this, when you build a relationship with Father God, you have power to tread upon scorpions, because right after he told Peter, who do you say that I am, Peter? He said, you are the living Christ, the Son of the living God. He said, man has not revealed this to you. Watch this. But my Father in heaven, let me tell you something. To reveal something, you had to have a relationship with something. My God. You have to have a relationship with something to build. And then he told Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church. Now that you found the Father of me and you, now that you found a relationship for the father to me and you, I'm going to take that and I'm going to build it on a rock. See, when you build your relationship with daddy God, you're building on a rock. You know that. Jesus is the door, guys. He's not the rock. He, even though he was the, he was the stone that the builders rejected, He's the chief cornerstone. But God told Peter something. He said, upon this rock, I will build my church. What was the rock? It was a relationship with Father God. It's going right over y'all's heads, just like that. Right over your head. I mean, right over your head. God told us, Jesus told us, you will do greater works in my name than I go to the Father. Guys, he left us, he left us some weapons here. And that's what I told you in Corinthians. It says, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God. Your weapons cannot be used in a carnal state. Your weapons cannot be used in the flesh. But in the spirit, my friend, you got some weapons. And I'm fixing to introduce you to your weapons tonight. One weapon that the devil can't stand. The devil can't stand this weapon. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if you're sinning. I don't care if you just keep falling and being depressed. or It does not matter. I'm going to introduce you a weapon tonight that the enemy cannot stand and he gets confused when you start doing it. Come on. 
Your number one weapon tonight is praise. The Bible says God inhabits the praises of his people. And I'm going to the book of Jericho. I'm going to the book of Joshua. The walls of Jericho fell in chapter 6. And my Bible tells me that they had seven trumpets and horns and they passed before the Lord and blew the trumpets. Let me tell you something. When they blew those trumpets, every wall fell. Do you understand when you praise God with your heart, walls are going to start falling. I was riding down the road today. The Holy Spirit spoke to me. He said, son, I want you to tell my people if they will praise me, the war will be won. If they will continue to praise me and get in my presence, the battles will be defeated. My God, you got to feel this tonight. Listen, I'm telling you something that's going to defeat your enemy. Well, I don't feel like praising, Jason. You don't understand. I'm under a battle. I don't feel like praising. Let me tell you something. They didn't feel like walking around the walls of Jericho either. They didn't feel like walking around the walls of Jericho either. They didn't. And you got to understand something, guys. The walls of Jericho was a wall that the enemy was trying to keep them out from their blessings. Tell you something, your blessings ain't going to be easy to get either. Because your enemy's not going to hand them over just like that. I'm telling you that right now. You got to understand something tonight, what I'm trying to tell you guys. Praise is your number one weapon that your enemy will bow down to. And and let me tell you something. All of y'all... Watch these football games, and this is what God showed me too. All of y'all watch your football games. Y'all paint your face, and you act ignorant, paint your hair, and all this good stuff, and, 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 and it's almost like you, 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 you go crazy at a football game because you want that opponent to win or you want this team to win. You want Georgia to win. You want Alabama to win. You want Gators to win. You want your team to win. So what do you do? You paint your face. You get the cheerleaders out there, and when they bout to score, you raise your voice even louder, don't you? <coughs> Come on, guys. So, so, some of you ain't getting this tonight. You want your enemy. Let, let me tell you something. God is only going to fight you got to listen to me when I say something right here. God is only going to fight your battles at the level, you got to hear this, this prophetic word for you not. God is only going to fight your battles, my friend, at the level of your praise. My God, somebody's got to hear that. God is only going to fight your battles at the level of your praise. 
Well, Jason, you'll understand it's hard for me to praise God. I'm going through it. I, I, I'm just going through it. I, I, my aunt died and uh, 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 they got COVID and uh, I, 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 I just don't know what to do. You got to understand something. The walls of Jericho, Joshua told them to go get the ram's horn. They was faced a dilemma. They was looking at the impossible. They was looking at the walls, and it looked impossible. I imagine they thought in their minds, there's no way I have a, a depression on me. I can't go around these walls because these walls are not going to go anywhere. They marched around them walls. And my friend, when they, the Bible says when they blew them trumpets, them walls come tumbling down. You understand the level of your praise will be the level of your defeat of your enemy. You understand sometimes that's why the Bible says in Corinthians, he said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God. You got to understand something. Sometimes you cannot fight the battle alone. Sometimes you can't fight it yourself. Sometimes you just can't do it. If you could change yourself, if you could deliver yourself, then why did Jesus have to die on the cross? Then why did God send his son to set you free? All you got to do is get in position of praise. And the level of your praise is going to be to the level of your deliverance. Sometimes praise ain't just praising him either. Sometimes it's getting in positions of saying, you know what, I got to touch the hem of his robe. I, I, I just got to. I, I got to get in the place. I, I got to get in the place. See, that's praising. I got to get in the, you got to get desperate. I, I, I just got to get in the prayer closet today. It's just something I got to do. I got to get in the prayer closet today. I got to read my word today. I, I, I just got to get in that closet today because if I don't get in that closet, what's going to happen? You got to come to desperation. I'm telling you something. If you want God to move mighty, and I'm going to tell you something, God is mighty. He's mighty. He's mighty. The Bible says in Psalms 48.1, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And in the city of our God of a mountain of holiness, in God will I praise his word. I will put my trust and I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. I will praise his word and I will praise his word I'm going to tell you who wrote the book of Psalms, guys. I'm going to tell you who wrote it, King David. And I'm going to tell you something. King David faced more battles than you ever seen in your life. 
I'm talking about he faced battles with his family. He faced battles with his kids. He faced battles with his spouses. He, he, he went through divorces. I'm telling you, this man faced battles. But it didn't mean that he lost his praise. Psalms 113.1 says, Praise you, the Lord. Praise you, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. He had a praise. Nothing took David's praise away. Nothing. Y'all sitting out here saying, well, I can't praise him. It's so hard to praise him. You ever heard that song, Shake Loose? Everything that binds me up. Who told you you couldn't make it? Come on. Shake loose everything that binds you up. Who told you you couldn't make it? Come on. When you praise, you're shaking it loose. Listen what David says. I'm reading this out of David because David wrote the book of Psalms, guys. David was a man of war. David went through so many battles with families, spouses, you name it, kings. I mean, the man was a man of war. But I'm going to tell you something. David didn't lose his praise either. He knew it was a weapon. He knew it was a weapon. David played on the heart, and the Bible says the devils flee from him. When you praise God, your weapons become spiritual and not carnal. Because your weapons is in God. Your weapons is not in this flesh. We can't defeat God in this flesh, but we can defeat the devil in the spirit. So you got to praise the spirit. And it's God. Watch what David says in 119, 164. Seven times a day I do praise thee. He praised God seven times a day. Because of thy right judgments. 119, 175. Let my soul live and I shall praise thee. And let thy judgments help me. David learned how to praise the Lord, folks. He learned this weapon that I'm teaching you tonight. He learned it. It ain't something he wanted to do or felt like he had to do. It's something he knew he had to do. It's praise ye the Lord God Almighty. Y'all, 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 you're crazy tonight. I, I, I'm telling you, 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 you're not realizing what I'm trying to tell you tonight. In Psalms 1, I'm, I'm reading you this because this is what David wrote. 147.12, praise you the Lord, 
Oh, Jerusalem, praise thy God of Zion. Come on. He did not lose his praise. Praise you, the Lord. Praise you, the Lord. For the heavens praise him in the heights. Come on. Praise him, 114.2. Praise you him and all his angels. Praise you him and all his hosts. Praise you him and the sun and the moon. Praise him and all the stars of the light. Praise him and the sun and the moon. Praise him, all you stars and lights. Praise him, you heavens of heavens and you waters and above the heavens. Listen to what he says in 153. Praise him with a sound of a trumpet. And that's what Jericho did, folks. Joshua, the walls of Jericho fell because of those trumpets. It was a sign of praise. It was a sign of praise. You don't know how your battle's going to end. You don't know how your battle, I don't know who I'm talking to, but you don't know how your battle is going to end. You don't know how your storm is going to end, but I'm going to tell you something, my friend, if you'll get out in the rain, my God, I feel the anointing tonight. If you'll get out in the rain and just praise him anyways. Come on. I'm talking about get on that music and praise him anyways. I want you to turn that music up and praise him anyways. Find a song that's in your heart. Don't be singing out of your flesh. Get into your spirit and start singing to him and watch him start singing to you. Don't lose your praise, guys. I don't care what you're going through. Listen to what he says right here in Jericho 2013. Singing to the Lord, praise you, ye Lord, for he has delivered thy soul of the poor from the hands of the evildoers. Praise is your weapon tonight. That is the number one weapon the enemy does not lie. And he gets confused when you start praying when you're in in the middle of a storm. (laughs) My God. David figured this out when he danced before the Lord, folks. And that's another sign of prayer. When you just cut out and cut a rug and start dancing. What you are doing You're seeing the ball team play ball. You are seeing a war being fought before your eyes between good and evil. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm talking to somebody tonight. You are seeing the battle before your eyes between good and evil. And what you're doing when you praise God, when you worship him, and when you praise him anyways, You are cheering him on, and the the level that you cheer him on is the the level your your battle is going to be defeated. Mm. My God, my God. Glory to God. Glory to God. We thank you tonight, Lord. We praise you. Lord, we thank you tonight. We praise you. Lord, you are worthy. 
God, you, 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 you're a man of war. You're a man of battle. Lord, you are strong and mighty. Lord, you're a man of battle. And Lord, the, 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 the how we praise you tonight. Lord, never let us lose our praise. Because God is a weapon. It is a weapon against the enemy. It is a weapon against the enemy. It is a weapon against the enemy. Well, guys, that's all I have for tonight. That's that's it. That's it. I, I, I'm done. The Holy Ghost is done. I'm done. So, listen, guys, don't forget. Our weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God. And when you try to do it a flesh way and not a spirit way, it's not going to last, guys. It's not. I'm telling you, it ain't going to work either. We have weapons, but what are our weapons? Number one, our weapon is praise. Come on. You got to learn how to praise him in the middle of a storm. You got to learn how to dance before the Lord like David danced before the Lord. You got to learn how to use instruments to just praise you, the Lord. Get in his presence. Come to me with thanksgiving and praise. Come on, guys. Don't, don't, don't approach God in prayer when no praise and thanksgiving. Begin to praise him. That's what he wants to hear. He inhabits the praises of his people. I said he inhabits the praises of his people, guys. Guys, if you want to sow tonight, you can on Venmo, Cash App, or you can go to our website and sow uh, at GodSaveMinistries.com forward slash partnership. Sow tonight, obey God, and watch God move for you. I'm giving you an opportunity to be blessed tonight. I said, I'm giving you an opportunity to be blessed tonight. And I thank you guys so much for tuning on here. Thank you guys so much. Y'all have a wonderful evening. God bless everyone tonight. God bless you.